looks like everything's working. Everything looks good. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Wheelchair Wednesday. I had to think about that one. Uh, I'm your host, Wheelchair Rick. I'm a T3, T4 paraplegic. Uh, accident was in 2019. And ever since then, I've wanted to come live with you guys to share people's stories about how they get through their um, day-to-day lives in a wheelchair. So before we get into our next guest, real special guest, by the way, uh, let's go ahead and roll the intro and we'll go from there. All right, so this this guest that we have on here, I was going to say first guest. We only have one. Um, this guest that we have coming up is literally one of the first guys that I tried to interview. Um, at the time, I wasn't 100% sure what I was doing, so everything kept messing up. We had to keep restarting everything. Um, but now that we have everything working and everything sounds good, looks good, um, audio visuals are great, we are finally able to have him back. Uh, so without further ado... Let's give a warm welcome to my friend, Ricky Mercado. Yo, what up, guys? Uh, My name's Ricky Mercado. I'm a C5-6 quadriplegic. I was in a drinking and driving car accident six years ago uh, that left me paralyzed from the chest down. But ever since then, I've been liking to spread positivity and living your best life. Nice. Nice. I like that. I like how you just straight went to my first... uh first question and guys just got it got it out of the way you're just like yep that's me that's what happened here i am um so how has life been man i've seen you uh you got a youtube channel obviously everybody's gonna be you know able if they haven't seen it um it'll be in the description of this video just go ahead and click it check his stuff out how has life been since the move and everything else because i know you moved to a new house got a new chair you just got how's everything been with you Right, yeah, so moving out of the country has definitely been such a blessing, you know. I mean, living out there is nice and quiet and everything, but, you know, it's uh, you can't get around much places. You're out in the middle of nowhere. So being in town is a lot better. It's, um, just not now that it's winter, but when, it's, when there's no snow, I love going out, cruising around town, you know, smoking, just chilling, listening to music all over town, you know. So that those are the biggest perks about moving into town, so... It's been really great. Right. Well, especially town. And, and I'm, I actually did the opposite of you. I moved from the city and came to the country. So I'm like, I'm just like, I was so done with people and everything. I'm just like, I got to be out here. Um, but the, the other perks of like town is, is let's say you want to go off for like, uh, you know, like you said, like a little night run or something. Now you got lights. But what happens if all of a sudden something happens to you now, but at least you're in town. So at least you got people that can see you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, Heck yeah, man. Well, it sounds good. I, I'm glad to have you on again. You know what I mean? The first time we tried this wasn't very successful, but, uh, you know, hopefully this will yeah. go a lot better. I'm glad you ended up figuring that out. I'm happy to be on here anytime. So for sure, man. Um, so let's go to the next question, which is pretty much, um, it's kind of a weird question. A lot of people answer this the way that no, people wouldn't think you would answer it, but if you could go back and change that day or night that it happened to you and then you know what i mean just go do it all over again and not be injured would you start over from there or would you just continue life now as you are because of what you've learned and been through that's a really good question because you know if i if i haven't if i didn't go through this you know i wouldn't be 
the person that I am today or think the way I do today, you know, um, after this happened to me, it really made me think about life and what, you know, life is really about, you know, and uh, if I go back to that night, the only thing I would change to, to prevent this is to just stay sleeping, you know, because I had gotten home that night and was already asleep, but I ended up waking up and still leaving that night. You know, I was still intoxicated and things went bad. But at the same time, I still think that this was meant to happen for me because, you know, it was too early to go, you know, and God had better plans for me, so. Right. Like he had a, he had a better path for you. Right. Yeah, that's kind of how I, I was on, The path I was on before this, before the wheelchair and everything, it was just nothing but destruction, you know. And, right. You know, being in this chair really made me think and mature a lot more. Right. So you, you would you would stay where you're at now? Yeah, I would. Nice. I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel the same way. Thank you, Becky Nichols, for that like. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, this is live, just in case you guys didn't know. Try to do one at least once every week. Um, so, yeah, look forward to it. And if you would like to be on one of these, go ahead and hit me up. Or go to Ricky's page, SCI Life, and say, hey, what's up with that uh, show you guys did? Um, okay, so third question is, I know we've talked to you about this before, is dating slash married. Um, now, I kind of know more about this than other people do, but why don't you go ahead and tell people about your experience with that well thankfully for me you know i've always been a positive person and uh you know i've always been sure of myself you know and when it comes to the girls too you gotta you know you gotta know how to talk to them dating in the beginning uh i didn't really try dating in the beginning because i was barely starting to find myself again and who i was trying to live my own life you know and uh these past couple of years, I've dated a couple girls, you know, and they went on pretty well. But I think, you know, when it comes to dealing with an injury, you know, you first got to learn how to love yourself. So that's why I think um, my other relationships didn't work out because I wasn't even too sure about myself. I was insecure, too, you know. And so you got to get over those little things, too, before you do start dating. Don't just rush into it because then you will just be insecure and think that, um just dumb shit while you're in a chair, you know, a lot of people can relate, I think, but I think it's been pretty easy. It's been, it's been different. Yeah. But still, there's still similarities from when I was walking to now, you know, a lot of things are different, but at your the same time, the your confidence is still sky high. Oh yeah. That ain't, that ain't sat down or shrank at all. Has it? Oh, no, you know, not even in the beginning. I've always had confidence. You know, I think that's the number one thing to being in a wheelchair is you got to have the confidence in order to approach the girls, message a girl, anything like that, you know, because if you don't have confidence, she's going to see right through that and not even be interested, you know, so you got to right. be confident about yourself. Right, for sure. All right. Uh, next question is pet peeves. What's your biggest pet peeve about being in a wheelchair? My biggest pet peeve about being in a wheelchair is people thinking and asking if I can still walk. You know, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be in this wheelchair if I could walk, you know, or they always think uh, or assume my legs are broken. And I'm like, um, no, my neck is broken, you know. So I right. think, you know, being being asked if, uh, um, will you ever walk again? I think that's one of the biggest things, you know. Yeah, and like... <laughs> 
to play on you and like normally like when I talk to people it's it's funny the out of the responses that I get because it kind of strikes up some stuff in my head where I think about it you know what I mean and um I've had so many people where it's it's one of my pet peeves where they're like talking about oh well if you just pray really hard and if you just do the work I mean I bet you could you just got to try you know what I mean and I'm like thinking the whole time like dude listen if I had feeling and I could like move a little bit then maybe yeah but like I'm completely you know what I mean? Like it's a complete for a reason. You can't just uh, will well, yourself to do it. Like even me, like even after two years, like I was able to regain function in my right leg. Yeah. You know, a sensation, a lot of sensation back. But at the same time, a lot of people's injury is different. You know, whether that's uh, regaining sensation, regaining your bladder or regaining to walk again, you know, every injury is different. So you're always going to regain something different. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, but that's kind of where, like, I tell people, too, like, you know, uh, it's it's not about looking back and saying, oh, man, I wish I couldn't have done something different or maybe, you know, maybe I can walk. And I just got to, like, dude, first of all, just live the life. You know what I mean? You got to embrace the exactly. suck. You got to embrace the suck in order to move on and progress. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I feel. Um, yeah, how else you to live, you know? Right. Exactly. You got two choices. And when you wake up in that hospital bed, you know what I mean? Every, every exactly. one of us has to go through it. It's either stay down, you know, or do something about it, you know? Because right. doing something about it is going to get you out of whatever the hell you're feeling, you know, right. as long as you're trying. Yeah. Yup. Um, next question I have is what is something that you wish you could do that you can no longer do? Like you wish you could do again that you can no longer do. Right. I'd say, like, to be honest, is to go take a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. I have not heard that. I wish I could do it, literally. Like, I mean, I'm thankful I have my pops, you know, to help me with everything I need and all that. But at the same time, you know, I did used to walk again. I used to shower myself, you know, wipe my own ass, all that. You know, so not being able to do those things kind of does suck every day. You have to relive everything, you know, so bathing myself like standing up and taking a shit and actually i actually peed the other day standing up in my chair but also peeing standing up you know? it's funny because we were, watched, we were watching your video earlier me and my my uh fiance and, and she kind of made the joke like you could just move around the house you could pee standing up and, and i'm like you know we pr you probably could do that in that chair i did last night yeah nice and, and actually this morning i did it again what it feel like was it weird it was it was great, actually. You know, <laughs> like, it was fantastic. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, when mine comes up for, um, you know, you get like so many, I think it's what, five years, you get like another one. Well, you get to like, get to reevaluate re it for another one. That's if you have insurance. I mean, yeah. like a lot of people don't have the insurance that we did, um, which, you yeah. know, it sucks, man, because it's like, you see people all the time that are like, man, I wish I had something like that. Or, you know, and you're like, damn, I wish I could help you. You know what I mean? But, there's exactly. hundreds of people, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what you know. I wish I could start something to help people like that, you know, and like a nonprofit. Exactly, you know, that's what I really want to do is to, um, you know, down in the future, I want to really start helping more people that are in situations that don't have insurance that can't get a chair. I want to help them get a chair, a shower chair, you know. I want to help them, even, even try to get an accessible house. But that's like down in the future. You know, but that's one of my big goals because it's true. There's a, tons of people that have disabilities, spinal cord injuries that don't have the proper needs, you know, set to them. Right. Man, I think uh, 
you know, we, I think we were, we were both talking before, like we both kind of started doing YouTube around the same time. Um, so I mean, both me and you are starting to become a little bit of an influence, I guess, just a tiny little sliver, maybe hopefully of a bit. Like I said, you got to start somewhere, right? Right, right. So I think maybe, man, like I was talking about doing that too. We can maybe put our heads together and think of something. I mean, eventually, you know what I mean? We get enough people well, we into it. I don't see why not. We definitely have to get on another call, you know, after the live or something and definitely talk about these things. For sure. I'm down. It's always better with the partner, you know? hundred percent. Yep. Um, so the next question I have for you is a lot of us deal with, uh, chronic pain, you know, nerve pain, different stuff like that. What's the pain level like? Do you got any pain from day to day? How, how does that work? Oh, hell yeah. Like even on, like I've noticed ever since I got this chair, my old chair was really like bringing me down and, you know, causing my lower back pain, the way I was positioned. You know, this chair really helped a lot because I'm able to stand up and reposition, you know, where I'm supposed to go. Uh -huh. So I used to deal with a whole lot of back pain, you know, spasms. You've seen them. But yeah. after getting this chair, these past, this, these past uh, two days have been literally great. Like if my spasms have went away, my lower back pain has helped a lot. So Right. Well, it's good yeah. for your body function too, man. Definitely. Right. Yes. Heck yeah. Man, you watching you in that video and talking about it now, man, I'm just like, man, I should have got that damn F5. Right. Wait, did you already get your new wheelchair? No, well, no. They when I uh, when I came home from the hospital, they showed me the F3 because that was the first one oh. they showed me, and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can get one of these, and they're like, yeah, you can get one. Like you got to pick which one though, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, and they brought one to my house, and it was an F3, and it was black and yellow, and it reminded me of Bumblebee, and I'm just like, this is so awesome. I just fell in love with it. I'm like, I need this. Like, I want it. Um, and you get another, another evaluation then, or what? Um, I will. It's. I think it's uh, five years, so it'll take a while. Um, I think okay. I got this one around uh, the end of 2020, so it'll be a little oh. bit. And it's still a good share, you know what I mean? I just I can't stand up in it. That's the only thing. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I have everything you have except for being able to stand up. To stand, right. Yeah. Um. I just wish these damn things had wider tires. I've been stuck so much in the snow. It's horrible. <laughs> you know about that, too. I feel you about that, bro. Yep. Um, all right. So what is the thing that helped you the most after your injury? So after you was after you got injured, like, what, what kind of helped you, like, the most kind of keep it together? Uh, well, for one is uh, God really, really helped me out through my injury. And... Uh, it wasn't even that, even in the beginning of my injury, I didn't, you know, I've always been a follower of God, you know, Jesus Christ, uh -huh. but towards the line, like two years down is where I was really like in a really dark place. And that's where I really started building my collect connection with God. So ever since then, that's what literally got me out of my funk. You know, I can't, I can't um, give credit to anything else because that's literally praying every day, reading my Bible. And before I even started reading my Bible, it was just praying every day, you know, praying right. to God. And um, I literally started seeing some of my prayers get answered in front of my eyes, you know. So that literally deepened my connection with him and made me want to follow him even more. So I think that's the number one thing that did get me out of my funk, out of the depression and made me actually start living my life again, you know. Right. Right. For sure. Everybody watching, I want to say, hey, what's up, Wesley? What's up, Jeremy? 
Um, thank you, Becky, for commenting. Appreciate it. And I, I seen you said you were Erica's mom. That's awesome. Um, now, I was going to say, yeah, the, the thing about the, the God and praying is, um, you know, I've always been a believer and I've never really prayed for a whole lot, you know, just to kind of keep me going and keep us safe and stuff like that. But um, one night before this happened, it was actually not even probably five days, four or five days before my accident happened. I prayed to God to change my life, to come into my life and seriously wrap his arms around me and change the way I was living and change my life. I was willing to drop it all and let him do it. And I remember just sitting there with a beer drunk, half drunk, like, you know, praying to God. And then four days later, this happened or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And I, at first I'm thinking like, I didn't think about it until after I was back in the hospital and they had me off all the drugs. And I'm like, I prayed for this. Like right. I prayed for this. Like what, what kind of, what kind of sense of humor is that? That's not very funny. You know what I mean? But now that I'm sitting here and I'm looking back at it all, it's like, wow. Like I completely shifted path. You know what I mean? Like right. whole nother that's, road. How, that's how you can see God's work right there. You know? That, yeah. Amazing. It's crazy. It literally is crazy how it worked out, but like you said before, you wouldn't change anything, you know? Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so the next question I got for you is what were your hobbies uh, before you got in your accident? And then do you still do those hobbies or do you have new hobbies that you do now? Well, even before my accident, I always used to love to paint and draw and I still do that till these till this day. So painting, you know, drawing, I love like, um, you know, I like, you know, I love freestyling, you know, I love, uh, bro, we got to do that too. We got to get we, together we, and do we some got to plan something, but I, me, I only love freestyling when I'm chilling, you know, hanging and having a couple of drinks. That's the only time I can freestyle, Yeah, but I'm I love you. it too. Yeah. I love it, you know, but yeah, I'd say those are the main hobbies. You got to be in the mood. You can't just off the top of the head. I mean, I exactly. used to be able to if I was trying to impress people, but nowadays I'm just old and I'm like, ah, man, I can't be doing that no more. <laughs> Brandon Pickens, what's up, my brother? It's one of the good guys there. Always an avid watcher. Oh, but I heard your music, too. I love Your music's pretty dope, and we definitely got to do that sometime on a live or something. Yeah, thanks, man. I uh, Man, in 2017, I came out with what I think is one of the best creative works that I've ever put together, Like, and it was mostly just me and like a few of my friends, and um, you know, it's Right after like the accident, right before the accident, I was working on other stuff. Um, thank you for that shit, Brandon. Um, I was working on different, you know, different songs and different things, and I had some really good stuff. And I've I've actually came across some video I took, but it's like now, after we moved and like after my accident, I have no idea like where my stuff is. Like I have some of it, but I don't know where like all my avid boxes are. Like I might have lost all of my stuff, but. If I have to start over, I will. You know what I mean? That's just one of the things where you got to kind of get back on the horse. You know what I mean? You can't let it define you. Exactly. Well, if you do start that back up, you definitely better start posting. I want to hear it. For sure. I got to get the, yeah, I want to get on there. That's, that's just another thing on the long list of things to do. You know what I mean? You always got to stay busy. That's what I think. You always got to have something to do. Um, yep. Otherwise, you're going to lay there in that damn hospital bed all day and probably develop pressure sores and depression and everything else. Yeah, brother, I know the best of that because the first two years, that's where I spent, you know, right yeah. in the hospital, right in my bed, just fucking being depressed. Why me, you know? Right. So. Yep. You um, can't do that. What's your, how, what is your feeling on like travel? Uh, do, would you like to travel? Do you like traveling? Like how does traveling work with you on your body? 
You know what I mean? Like, how does that work for you? So I've only traveled one time um, while being injured, and that was just to Indiana. And I went to camp there. That was the best time. It was worth the travel. But the way there was cake. I had my I have my van, you know, so I was in my wheelchair. On the way back, though, I ended up coming in my dad's truck. Oh, and gosh. And just riding in the seat, and my dad would uh put my chair in the back. So... That wasn't too bad, actually. You know, I was still able to pee and everything right, but uh, my ass did get a little bit sore. But I say if it's the right accommodations, it'll, it's, it would be okay to travel. But if it's not, like, the right back, it wasn't too fun, but I was able to manage it. But, you know, other level of injuries probably won't be able to manage that many hours just riding there, you know, ass sore without pressure sores or anything. But... I mean, yeah, that's my biggest thing is, like, uh, here where I live at in Michigan, our roads are completely just abominated. Like, there are they're holes everywhere, potholes everywhere, um, just uneven surfaces. And it's it's people that live in Michigan, my fellow Michiganders, understand what I mean by that. Like, it's just horrible. So it's like right. after driving for an hour and a half, it's like, you know, your spine is just done. It's like my back hurts so bad when I got, like, errands to run. Um but if I was, like, going and traveling to a different state where the roads were nice and smooth and, you know, probably where you're from, I don't know, they're probably nice and smooth. But yeah, I live in a little small town, so all the roads are they're pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my last – actually, before we do that, uh, we already talked about the wheelchair, so it's an F5, Permobile F5. Do you got a name for it yet? No, I don't. I'm still thinking about it, so – Still Not thinking yet. about it? You gotta let us yeah, know when that happens. Um, actually, I got a whole Michigan license plate for it and everything. Johnny Five. You ever seen the uh, old movie called Short Circuit about the robot that comes to life? No, I haven't. Man, you're gonna have to watch that. It's a classic. It was made in 1986. It's called Short Circuit, and it's about this military robot that kind of looks like a power chair. Um, he gets hit by lightning, and then he comes to life, and he develops like a conscience and um, they keep trying to tear him apart, and he's like, no disassemble, and it's it's hilarious, dude. You would love it. Um, I got to check it out. Yeah, it's great. But it just reminded me of that. Like, his tracks remind me of, like, a power track chair or something, so I was like, dude, I'm definitely naming this chair Johnny Five. I've had a few people get it, too. They're like, I love that. Um, what do you do for fitness? How do you stay in shape? Uh, me, to be honest, I don't really do anything for fitness. Before, I would... Like, the only thing I really do do to stay, like, not get a big belly or anything is just eat once a day. Yeah. You know, but I do I do plan on starting to work out and, you know, eating healthier. So, I, this year, I want to start working out and eating healthier. But for now, like, I don't know the first thing that comes to that. You know, and now I get to be able to stand up in my wheelchair, so that's going to help a lot, you know. Yeah, for sure. I know that, that'll help out with uh, keeping your... You know, blood flowing easier and everything else. Your digestive system will work better. Um, cause, right. I mean, the quad and the parabellies, man, they're just, they're a thing. And it's like, I have people all the time like, man, you got fat. And I'm like, well, I mean, kind of, but that's not really all fat. That's just jumbled up in t intestines. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and, you, and then you got to explain it to them. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Right, exactly. Um. All right. Well, that's going to bring me to the last question of the day, which I think is uh, pretty important. Um. You know, like I said, when I was in the hospital, that's the first thing I did is I went to YouTube. I searched in, you know, T3, T4 paraplegic. What do I have to look forward to? Like, what to expect? So if, if somebody clicked on your video 
of let's say you made a video called advice you know that you would give what's what's the biggest piece of advice you could give to a newly injured person the biggest piece you know and the the one that i live by is don't do not get sucked up in your depression you know like okay the first couple of weeks i give you yeah you you're able to feel sad but after that it's time to start grinding on your mental health and if you have good mobility start grinding even more on that because the worst thing you can do is to stay in that depression so i i'd say just be depressed for a couple weeks and after that try to try your best to get out of it you know go for a stroll get out get some air don't stay stuck in your house too that's the worst oh yeah yep yep for sure um i i do 100 agree with that um, I was just going to say something else and it totally get my mind, but Oh, and don't live, don't get stuck in the past as well. You got to forget your old life. Oh no, that's, that's what it is. You just reminded me. So it, that's what I'm, I was going to say is that it's almost like you're grieving for yourself, your, your former self. So your former self dies like a part of like your old self dies. That's it. And you're grieving the loss of your old self. So now you're, yeah. re, you're starting all over again with this new life. I mean, that's kind right. of spot on i forget who said that but it was spot on i'm like yeah i agree right, yeah. that's the worst thing you can do yep all right sir well geez oh Pete's man it's about time we got it done we got through the interview didn't clip out once we ain't got to go back and splice nothing it all worked out gravy um thank you all of our live viewers uh, once again, if you know somebody or if you yourself are in a wheelchair and you want to jump on here, just hit me or Ricky up and let us know. Um, and he'll let me know and we'll get you on here. Um, anything else you'd like to leave the viewers with? Always remember, broken crayon still color. I like that. I like that. All right, Ricky Marcato, everybody. Thank you. Now, remember, this is a live show. We'll be on next week with a new guest. Uh, Ricky, stay with me. I'm going to hit the intro, and then we will catch up. Everybody else, thanks for watching, and we'll see you later.